six. Let's get into it. First and foremost, we have to talk about the 30-year mortgage rate. I don't know if you saw it yesterday, but it had a huge leg down. Yes, the mortgage rate, according to Mortgage News Daily, came in at 6.16. Again, this is an average mortgage rate across uh, the spectrum of borrowers. It is now very clear. If you are, if you have good credit, owner occupied, putting a full down payment, which we'll call 20%, you are getting rates in the fives and many of you are getting rates in the mid fives. Yes, folks, rates are going down. We need to talk about why we need to talk about will they continue and all of those great things. But I want you to hear me on this. One of my great concerns is actually that mortgage rates will continue down and start to average between 5.5 and say 5.65. My fear is if rates continue on that trajectory down, the housing market goes from, I don't know, bifurcated, bipolar, to all out crazy. Why do I say that? Because again, if you've been following this channel, you know we had a housing crash in transactions. You now know if you've been watching the last couple of weeks that 6% without question brings buyer demand back, but not supply. We are again seeing new listings down 20% year on year. We are seeing the spring selling season never show up again stuff that we have talked about on this channel. I fear if we go from 6%, hey Maddie, thank you for the super chat, I appreciate you. I appreciate all the super chats, all of you are very nice, very gracious, thank you, thank you, thank you. But back to the housing market. We already know at 6% demand goes up and supply doesn't. We already know the entry level home once again has lines out the door, bidding wars. I heard from several mortgage brokers yesterday that they are writing in escalation clauses again, which again is not healthy. It is not good. So my fear is if we get to say five and a half by August, September, I don't think it'll be quick. It'll be a slow decline. The entry level home is gonna go through the roof. But then again, Luxury and certainly ultra luxury, if we head into a recession that is tech led, will be a problem. And again, if you are lucky enough to be Patrick Bet David and you too can shop for a $25 million home, go get your 30% discount. But that is not us. You and I don't live looking at $25 million homes. We live at the entry level, we live where there's cash flow, we live at, you know, the below the median. And that stuff, just not there. So again, mortgage rates yesterday came in at 6.16. I have not checked this morning. Again, I called for this two weeks ago, the Saturday after Silicon Valley Bank, that if you had great credit, full down payment, and owner-occupied, you would get rates sub six. It has already happened. I am shocked that some of you are now getting five and a half. It is wild to see what is happening. Haven't checked the 10-year this morning, but uh, at least in the last half hour, it was basically flat from yesterday. But clearly the market is seeing a recession uh, and the Fed is like, not doing that, not going there. So more on that later. 
Here is the big question. This is important. I think it changed this week. For a long time, you can go back and hear our discussion about bad news being good news. Remember that? Bad news being good news. It meant that if news came in, the market would react because the market would think the Fed would slow down or whatever. We lived in a bad news is good news environment for probably nine months. I believe it changed this week. I now believe that bad news is bad news. Because what we are seeing, again, is an economy slowdown. There are plenty of leading indicators to point out that the sudden drop or the sudden consumer change that we talked about three weeks ago is starting to ripple through. I do not believe the Fed is going to see enough of that and they will still give us that last and final Fed rate increase on May 3rd and then be done. I believe the market, the bond market, which dwarfs the stock market, is already calling for cuts. Not only a cut, but they are calling for upwards of a full, a full 100 basis points. It is so crazy in the market that now, today, as of, well, actually, I should say, as of yesterday, I did not check this morning. Hi, Sonny. You want to come up? All right. So, as of yesterday, there was a better than 50-50 chance that the Fed would raise interest rates on May 3rd, as I've been calling for quite a while. But get this. They are now betting the Fed cuts in June. Who amongst us really believes that the Fed will cut in June? I personally believe June will be the first month they pause. I do not still, I, again, I'm the guy who says the consumer broke, the economy is slowing down. But I also am here to say, I don't think the Fed cuts all year. I just don't see it. I know a lot of people do, and we're gonna, we're gonna watch this together, but yes, I think what happened this week, bad news is bad news. ISM manufacturing down, ADP report uh, missed expectations, weekly unemployment up. These are all bad news and it is bad news. You're seeing this stock market react to bad news. Earnings, recession, multiple compression, all of these things. So again, this is where we are. I think this week, bad news is bad news. And that is actually rational. For the last nine months, we were living in a world where bad news was good news. That's not rational. So again, I think we are starting to get back to slowly a normal market. So there we go. Bad news is bad news. Mohammed El Elarian, someone I follow and respect, actually came up with something I agree with 100% and have said on this channel repeatedly. Mohammed El Alarian came out yesterday and made his most clear communication about a rate cut. He said, and I quote, let me get this right, make sure I have it here. It's hard to do this with one hand, but there we go. The worst thing the Fed could do today is cut rates. In fact, I believe the Fed should not cut rates all year. Again, the market is already factoring in a 25 basis point cut in June. I think they will be greatly disappointed. But again, I, I, think, I think the Fed cutting would be a sign of stress, would be a sign of 
just, it would just be a bad idea. The market would go haywire. They would lose all respect if they have any now. I do think a cut would be the worst idea. All right, buddy, you got to go down. Weekly unemployment claims. Again, this is something you and I can look at every Thursday. Every Thursday morning, we look at it. So a couple of things. First and foremost, there was an adjustment to last week. Last week, if you remember, came in at 198, so sub 200. It was revised up quite, quite substantially. It was revised up to 246. That's roughly a 25% move up, right? So again, 246 now is the number for last week. This week came in at 228. That is now down 18,000 from the revised last week, but above expectations. Expectations were for 200,000. So again, bad news is bad news. So again, that is where we are going. Housing market. This is something I think is important. As someone, if you've been watching me for a while, has called the housing market, frankly, really well the last couple of years. This market we are in today and likely in for the rest of the year is different. And I want my thoughts and feelings clearly stated. So A, you can hold me accountable and B, you're not confused. Simply said, I believe in the, the US housing market and likely your market, we can draw a line at median home price, right? Whatever that is. 220, 440, 880, whatever it is in your market. Draw a line at the median. It is my belief that below the median, highly competitive. It is my belief that below the median has more demand than supply. It is my belief below the median is where the first time home buyer programs are coming and will continue to come. It is my belief that below the median, as rates fall, demand is pulled off the sidelines. And supply never shows up. The move up buyer is not interested in taking on a bigger payment at six or even five and a half. I believe a five and a half percent 30 year mortgage is the worst, the all time worst mortgage rate. It unlocks demand and no supply or very limited supply. So again, I want people to hear me. Below the median, on fire, multiple offers, going above list in many cases, that is where we are. Above the median, inventory stacking up, wish pricing, second homes. Luxury is going to slow down and even slow down more. If we head into a recession with 5% unemployment, Today we're at 3.6, so that is another million or million five unemployed. If we go to 5% unemployment, interest rates go sub six, same deal. First time home buyer homes, entry level on fire. Luxury will slow down. The wealthy will not sign up for the big payment. You will, if you are lucky to be Patrick Bet David and shopping for a $25 million home, go nuts, write your disrespectful offer. But I gotta tell you, Patrick Bet David telling you to write disrespectful offers on entry level homes is foolish. Your agent won't do it. The market is changing. So again, and then finally, I believe we still will have two or three months of negative year on year numbers. We must pay for the sins and stupidity of March, April, and May last year. Go look at the numbers. You can see a, 
big shoot up. Again, Seattle was 112% of list price. That's not normal. That's not healthy. So we will have that. But again, we will end the year 2023, December, above December 2022. The crash bros are simply wrong. People who are negative on housing price are just wrong. That said, I am a housing bear. That is probably hard, or some of you may misunderstand that. I am a bear on the housing market. Why is that? Housing historically has been 13 to 14% of GDP. I believe housing is a drag on GDP for years to come. Why? Well, we've already seen a 40% drop in transactions and that doesn't get better this year. We have already seen builders slow down. That doesn't get better this year or if it does only incrementally. So I think housing as a part of GDP, which is what I watch, will be down. It will drag GDP down. It will, you know, housing is in a recession. You've heard me say that for nine months. I believe it is an anchor on the US GDP for the rest of the year. So I am, or at least I, consider myself to be a housing bear. Everybody wants to talk price, you're missing the point. If we're gonna look at the economy, we have to look at the economy. And that is a transaction engine that is moving and sell, buying and selling. That is where we live. So at the end of the day, folks, I hope you have an amazing day. Again, we have a special event for One Rental at a Time fans coming up on April 16th. It is about nine days away. You are gonna to get to interact with real estate millionaires and ask your questions. We're gonna have Anna come on and talk about what she did in the last recession. What is she doing now? How she moved from fourplexes to big apartments. Then we're gonna have April Crosley, who was working in the healthcare industry that started flipping homes and now has left healthcare and doing full-time business. We will have Alicia Merriman, who again, started flipping part-time, now runs a growing Airbnb empire. And finally, Casey from Brick by Brick, you are gonna to get to ask her as a stay-at-home mom how she did it, how she raised uh, her first down payment, what is she doing now, her seventh, her, talk about her seventh deal. These individuals are doing the work every day. You get the opportunity for a small $47 fee to join the four-hour session, ask them questions, interact with them. This is not a PowerPoint presentation. This is a session led by you, the audience. If you don't take the time to come ask them what they're doing now, what they did in the past, what they will do in the future, you are missing out. You are just simply missing out. So again, Legends of Real Estate Investing coming to you Sunday, April 16th from 7 a.m. Pacific to 11 a.m. I hope to see you there. There are only 71 seats left. And when this is sold out, it is sold out. Get your tickets today. Don't be left on the outside. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.